welcome to Uncut Jewels, a podcast featuring some of my favorite musicians and the great work of their lives, changing the world one song at a time. I'm your host, Kristen Jewell, and I'm excited to share my crazy world with you. So let's get to it. Come on in. Hi, guys. Kristen here from Uncut Jewels again. Thanks for joining us. We're feeling a little nostalgic today, so we're excited that you're here, and uh, hopefully there's people here. Hopefully somebody's coming <laughs> at some point. Um, we're going to be live streaming today with um, some good peeps that we're excited to talk with. Uh, but first, I wanted to say thank you for joining us, and thank you for checking out Uncut Jewels. We're really excited to be sharing all of the content that we are building uh, with you now in real time. And I don't know if you guys had a chance to see the videos and understand what this is about, but basically Uncut Jewels is a platform for artists, a community that we're building, and we're trying to do unusual, little off the beaten path kind of uh, conversations and content for ourselves. So hopefully you enjoy. And uh, today our guests are Shelly Pikin, who wrote Bitch and Almost Doesn't Count and What a Girl Wants and all sorts of amazing songs. And we've got Hamish Anderson. How's it going? <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> so if there's anybody there, let us know that you're there. Be little keyboard warriors so we can be like, hi, how you doing? And we know you're there. So say hi. <laughs> and um, so, yeah. So thanks for joining. We're really excited. Shelly. Oh, good. There's I'm glad to be here. I haven't left my yard for like three months. <laughs> it's a good yard to be stuck I'm, in. I'm here. You, I'm always available. Oh, somebody's you know, watching from Dublin, Ireland. All right, cool. We'll take it. Hey, yeah. Ireland. <laughs> I wonder what time it is there. We know it's really early in Australia where Hamish is. Hi, Hamish. He just woke up. He just yeah, woke yeah, it's up. like 10 a.m. <laughs> I'm having my cocktail. He's having Vodka? his coffee. I know we're on Here. opposite yeah. opposite hours. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hamish just woke up. He's in Australia. So, you want to say hi? Hello, hello, internet, <laughs> internet world. <laughs> <laughs> and Shelly's here with us in Los Angeles. We're feeling a little nostalgic, so I'm excited to be doing this since none of us have been able to be in the same room since well, you and I since March, and Hamish and you and I since. November. 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 Yeah. Wow. yeah, that's really sad. Um, but we've been keeping the spirit alive because we've been doing a lot of really great work with Shelly. And some of it we've been able to get Hamish on too. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, we're here to talk mm -hmm. a little bit about that. How did this all happen? So I was making some pasta sauce one night in 2018, <laughs> listening to KCRW, my go-to jam. And I hear this song and I'm like, what the is that? And I don't do that to a lot of songs. There's, I hear pop songs, cute little jams and hooky things. This was different. Mm -hmm. the, the, the song was great and the voice was great and the guitar playing was great. And I, it was one of those songs that I make that makes me stop and Shazam it and go, who's this? And Hamish's name came up and I'm like, who is this guy? And what kind of a name is Hamish? <laughs> Which I came to love very much. I go Google him. And so I find out he's in Australia and he's playing like in three days at Hotel Cafe. Mm -hmm. Which was crazy. Oh, yay. I mean, what are the chances of that? 
And let's take so, a pause and um, say Hotel Cafe. We love that yeah. spot. Yeah, exactly. We love that spot. Sniff, sniff it. Sniff it. And Can't wait. that is the night. And that is the night that I went down and started stalking Hamish. <laughs> 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 and he must have think he must have thought, who the hell is this woman? But I go, I still, I mean, I still go out to hear live music. I know that a lot yeah, of grown-up people don't do that anymore, and I get it. Yeah. But I still do that. It's a thrill for me, and I'm so glad I went. Yeah, it was great. I remember the moment I met you. I remember seeing yes. you. Yes, because <laughs> I came to buy a T-shirt. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tank top. Rocked the tank top. The right. sexy one. Hello. I know. I can't believe you don't have it on now. <laughs> no, I'm in my bathing suit. I'm like, I know. I should have worn it, but I'm okay. swimming. <laughs> anyway, I go to buy a, a T-shirt at the merch booth, and you go to me. Oh, my God. You look like that chick who's been posting about Hamish all week. <laughs> I yeah. said, that would be moi. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. took me to meet Hamish. Right. And Hamish, did you have any like warning that <laughs> no, you couldn't have? Because I had just was coming from the merch booth. So you didn't know and you were very mm-hmm. polite. No, yeah, I remember but we didn't you, very briefly, just kind of in the hotel cafe didn't lobby. You and think that I was older than your average fan or anything like that? No, I thought you were very nice. I, I remember I was, I was probably just uh, preoccupied with I was just sweaty. <laughs> I was like a sweaty mess just off stage. But yeah, I remember that at Hotel Cafe and we met very briefly in the, the lobby area. And I think I must have known, I must have Googled you, I guess, before that because you were tweeting about me. Because I, I think uh, you had just maybe got the Grammy before Nomination. Then. Yeah, the nomination I before Yeah, I got, it. I got a Grammy. Was it during that time or it was just before? real songwriter. Sorry. Was it? Was it like had it happened it yet, was, or it was earlier? Gosh, my timeline is really bad. So I think it. The Grammys maybe were in February, and maybe I met you in January. Christian? Yeah, because I think we spoke about that yeah. kind of briefly. I remember. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, so it, maybe it was a March show then? No, I think it was earlier. I no. think it was January. It was January. So it was, it was January. That yeah. was the, yeah, because yeah. I looked but, the date up. Yeah, yeah, I think it was January. Because the three of us started hanging out, and we went to Gary Calamar's show at the Federal. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right, yeah. And it was like oh, yeah. I got my vocal average. But let's that's not even right. talk about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talk about I, you know... I really feel like it's important to, no matter where you are in your life or your journey, if you love music and you hear something you love, you follow it. Because I'm like Hamish's biggest fan. And it's not because I know you or you were kind to me or because of Kristen. It's because I love the albums. I love that first album. What was it called? Trouble? Trouble, yeah. This one. And now Out of My Head is just as good. It's all like I listen to it. Not to support you, <laughs> Please, which it happens to support you anyway, but I listen to it because I love it. No, I appreciate it. So, yeah, it was kind of funny, actually, because I remember being like, this is she's pretty rad. And then I I think I stalked you. And then from there, it was a while before I saw you again. So it must have been the Calamar thing. I can't remember exactly how it happened. But at some point, I think you were thinking about doing some guitar work on your song, What a Girl Wants. And we were just chatting 
And I was like, oh, maybe we can get Hamish on there at some point, you know, into, and I think you were like, actually, I think you were like, let's, can we get Hamish on there at some point? And we were like, yeah, let's try and figure something out. So we come over to Eve's studio yeah. and then well, we like, stay in touch. I was getting your newsletters and I was like, oh, okay. So this yeah. chick is really cool and she writes me back, which <laughs> I know that sounds like, well, why wouldn't she write me back? A lot of people don't. And you responded every time I emailed you or texted <laughs> you. And then we went to lunch in the Valley oh, yeah. and then, oh yeah. See now your memory is better than mine, but I remember this. We went out to lunch and I said, I'm thinking of yeah. making this album. That's right. I was feeling you out to see if maybe you would. I didn't know that. Me the way you looked after Hamish, because I went to more mm -hmm. of his gigs, the one yeah. downtown outside. Yeah. This girl is yeah. on it. She's really looking after him. And I was getting, I was trying to get my guitar chops together, but basically I suck. Yeah. He would not agree, but I do suck. <laughs> no. It sounded good. And I thought, I don't remember who put it out there, but you, but it was a wish. Yeah. That Hamish could come play on it because I thought it would be cool to make What a Girl Wants a little bit more bluesy. And mm -hmm. I didn't have any of that. And you were yeah. like, let me ask him. Yeah. And he's yeah. just another thing going on today. And we're yeah. coming to the valley. I kind of think it was like we had come back from something. It must have been after we'd come back from the Gary Clark Jr. tour, I think. It was definitely after Beale Street. And I think we had like a moment in between the schedule. And I was like, this is perfect timing. Because you guys were working on the song. And we went over and laid it down. And then you were working on Notebook as well. And I couldn't finger pick at all. And I said to Eve Nelson, who produced it, I'm like, you know, he's here. And just because it's not blues doesn't mean he can't. And he, Eve showed him like a little piece of a finger picking style that we wanted. And Hamish just picked up the guitar and, and played it. And great. just like sitting there listening to us. And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. Yeah. That was uh, that was very funny. I think in the footage, it's like, actually, I'm talking over all of it because he was in another room. We had a really we, nice uh, Spanish nice. Spanish nylon string sing? guitar, didn't you? That Was that your husband's? Husband. Whose guitar was that? That actually, little nylon string? I think it was her friend Ray's. Oh, right. Yeah, because okay. that was really nice. Because that was, yeah, that was super, like, as you said, unplanned. That obviously it was just going to do what a girl wants. And then that was just there. And, and I have a song that's kind of, when you were playing it, that's kind of similar with that finger picking pattern, a song I wrote called Winter. Yeah, so it was like, as soon as I heard it, it had that type of like sound to it, I guess. Hey, Mish, did you think, tell me the truth. Did you think, <laughs> I cannot believe I'm playing on these pop records. I no, I loved it. And I thought also, I thought what a girl wants when you said it wasn't bluesy before, I think it was bluesy before, even before the guitar stuff, because like, <clears throat> I guess you must have sent it prior when it was just mm -hmm. vocals and drums and bass and everything. And it still had a very bluesy, it didn't sound like pop music to me. It had a very bluesy mm -hmm. feel da -da -da. to it. I think you said that it was like uh, wooden ships, was it? That was kind of the... Well, we, mm. we tried to go in that vibe. We were we, just that rhythm. Yeah, just and that's what it had. So I think it did. Yeah, I think it did have a blues feel to it already that like, and then it was, I think you, you said you wanted the wah-wah type of stuff. And so that was very like, yeah, that's in the wheelhouse of stuff I no, like. And I didn't say I wanted it. You played a Wawa, and I said, that. I'm so glad that, you know, I was listening to KCRW that night, and I heard you, and then you led me to Kristen, and it's... Yeah, and here we are. Love Circle fest. moment. 
No, I love it. I, I think the songs sound great. And I was, yeah, I'm honored to be a part of it and to play on it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. You. Yeah, and so if you guys haven't heard the single. And I just paid you, I think, two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time to get paid. So I appreciate it. You didn't have to do that. He's like, I paid you already. I paid you already. I'm like, he doesn't, he, I never gave you the PayPal. And he doesn't have I Venmo. Sure I pay him. I Venmoed <laughs> him. And Kristen said, he doesn't have Venmo. <laughs> no, that wasn't the I'm just glad to be a part of it. I'm like I advocate for songwriters to be paid and for streaming rights. I'm like, oh, I didn't come. That was so funny. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. So I was gonna say, like, if you guys look, paying attention to all of this, if you haven't heard the songs, please take a listen to them because they're really, um, they're quite, they're like, they're literally the perfect balance of like Shelley, and then yeah, like it's a piece of Hamish coming in and out of things. It's really charming. So um, I love it. What was your inspiration behind "Out of Your Head"? Out of my out of my head, Hamish. Do you want to say anything about that? Since we got to oh, out of my head, uh, it's just like about like uh, escapism, I guess. Like being kind of bored, and now's a good. Now's kind of. I feel like that now, like reality. Of, yeah, looking out the window and watching the world go by, and just yeah, <laughs> not really, not really going anywhere. And that was kind of the behind that one. Yeah. I wrote one song, mm-hmm. but it's only a song that I would play like during the first two weeks because I feel like our mindsets have evolved. Yeah, exactly. I think that's right. And we're all like evolving together sort yeah. of as, yeah. as a society. And once this is over, I don't want to ever play, play it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I feel the same way that it's like, but yeah. I write about the moment and what I'm going through and I think I actually wrote it's a funny song Kristen is actually in the song um, and I think I just needed to humor myself and yeah. and it's sort of therapy it's like telling the story of what's going on that day in your life this is crazy though well you know think about this it's pretty remarkable if for instance you had heard him on KCRW now it would have take it take a very long time for all of this to happen and it obviously it did because we took our time with it but like now, the idea of collaboration, the idea of, you know, this community that we're building, all of the things that, you you know, even the just the sense of like the inspiration and the alchemy between all of us and you two, especially, you know, I mean, like think about how much harder it is now to do these things than it was two years ago or even a year ago. So, yeah, I'm really grateful that we had this time and that you have something to show for it, you know, yeah, together. Exactly. Now it's a good yeah. time impressive. releasing all that stuff and yeah. Yeah. just kind of switching gears. Yeah. I mean, Hamish, how do you feel about releasing music and promoting music in this time? Because I don't know, sometimes I feel like I, I look at my screen and I don't know who's there and mm. it's not the real world, you know? I feel like we're putting music out in this alternative universe and Kristen knows. I mean, I go in and out of feeling like, you know, at first I felt like, oh, this is an opportunity. We'll go online and everyone's going to, all eyes are going to be on the screen. But then you realize, well, every musician is thinking that. Mm. So you have the same crowded world online. Yeah. Even more crowded than you would have had in the clubs. Usually. every night and I don't know it's just I feel like I'm just gonna follow the road I was on I was about to I I had been releasing singles and that was my intention and that's where the energy was and I was gonna keep going yeah but man you know the the 
things that go through my head at night when I get into bed about this experience. Yeah, I do think it's, I, I do, I do agree with all those points. And I think that that's definitely what's happening. But I also think that I think you should go ahead and still be releasing it because that's all you can do at the moment as well. Cause it's like, cause you can't go out and play live and you can't go out and, you know, record to a certain degree or whatever. It's like to be releasing stuff now. I think people do want new content, like new, I hate the word content, but they want new things to listen to and feel and stuff. And I do think it's, it's a kind of catch 22 to both sides of it, but I do think it's important to be releasing stuff. And I think, you know, putting off releasing something, we don't know how long any of this right. will go on. So it's like, right. you don't want to, you could put it off for however long and then you won't feel as, a, you know, connected to it anymore. And it's like right. you're onto a new thing. So I think it's important to, as you're working on it and when you have a plan of releasing stuff, I think you definitely should still do it. And I think right. that goes for everyone. I think now as well, as mm-hmm. you were saying, you'll see a huge amount of creativity come out of this because everyone who's creative or artistic or whatever is just sitting around writing or making music or whatever it is that I think it's, yeah, I think there'll be like a big, hopefully on the other side of this one part of it will be a big boom of like creativity. And it seems, yeah, I agree. I I think it's important to keep it going because like ultimately we're, you know, like even just the fact that we're building to your album, you know, so you have a single coming out in, in like a month, basically less than a month, like three weeks from now bitch is coming out next (laughs) but we have to keep going you know it's like everything is you know it's the process and the moving forward and you know I do think it um it isn't the same I feel for both of you it's it's really hard to not hear the clapping you know anything when you guys are performing those songs now yeah like I'm like somebody's gotta create a like a, a like a track like a, an applause track that just comes up in between <laughs> shows, like things you know when they can that would be that they've been trying that on tv like stand up and bill maher right yeah i would rather just like that have it just talk to whoever's listening. yeah i mean obviously but i think a lot of artists it, it is very jarring to not to like it's like it's pretty much your worst nightmare like you do a show no and there's no reaction <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. But Kristen has kept the plot going. Honestly, <laughs> if it weren't for you, I would have just thought like, oh, forget it. You know, it's so, probably going to get more cluttered towards the end of the year anyway. So I do think it's it's a good. This is a really good time. And you know, look, it takes time to build out these conversations anyway. And for what it's worth, like half of this is just supposed to be fun anyway, right? Like you guys had a good time in the studio. There's evidence of it on video, you know, no reason to stop now. Like it's people need to see that, you know, the humanity of all of this, how this works. So uh, I think we've covered off everything and I know you guys are going to do some writing at some point together. Hopefully we'll get a nice collaboration going on between you guys. That'd be a dream. Something yes. that you can you know, put out. I got in the room, but I think that I pulled Hamish too into the pop world. Well, I think also... <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a Shelly Pikin song. Like, uh, it, was, it was just before... I, maybe it was just before I was releasing my album or something, I think my mindset was like, so on like, you know what I mean? Those songs and you're so like, have all that whatever that I just like, I don't think I was as open as normal. So I would very much like to do it again. Yeah, we're going to try again. You pull me into your world. You have to start. Yeah, See, yeah no, exactly. Million. That I'm would be great. Million. I can do, you got to pull me into your world and I got to decorate your vibe. Yeah, and the co-writing thing for me is very new because I haven't, I've done very, over the past year, maybe a little bit more of it, dipping my foot in it and trying and stuff. But it's still, for the most part, I've always yeah. just 
you know, I've had no schedule to my writing or whatever. It's just, I won't write for six months and then I'll write a bunch or whatever. So it's all very all over the place. It's all new. I've been doing it for, I don't even want to say how long I've been doing it. (laughs) Well, like I said, hopefully we get to get a collaboration going and I'll be here for it at some point. Whenever we get there. Yeah, exactly. Shelly, I know that, you know, the whole reason that we did this was because of the idea of, I think your favorite book is The Alchemist, right? Yes. Yeah. So that sense of like a full circle experience where you don't quite know the journey you're on. It's about following something that gets your attention, something you believe in, whether it's a dream or a song and... And when you believe very strongly in something, without any doubt, then the universe conspires. It jumps into the current and conspires with you to make it happen. So, you know, you follow what makes you happy and you follow what turns you on. And when the universe sees that you're being true to yourself, it usually helps you along. You have to follow your bliss. And that idea of exploring things too, like in the Buddhist sense they say like you know that non-attachment means you can look at things from all different angles and you don't have to know the answers at the time but I feel like that's what this was an example of where we didn't know we just explored yeah and here we all are you know yeah on a Sunday right before Memorial Day (laughs) (laughs) hanging out but I'm really proud of the relationship that we all have it's a really important one for me and uh, yeah I'm really grateful and it's so easy it's so nice both of you just coming together like this so it's been great Thanks Hamish what are you out of bed, Hamish no yeah. yeah thank you thank you for getting me out of bed this is good Did you, don't you miss us <laughs> no exactly yeah no I miss everyone I hope everyone's doing okay oh. oh well anyway okay so great thank you guys so much for doing this and right. if you haven't if you haven't heard Notebook or What a Girl Wants please go to Spotify or Apple Music or any of the platforms or YouTube whatever we'd love it if you give it a like and add it to one of your playlists if you want and Hamish obviously he's just congratulations you got best blues album from the independent music awards so congratulations on that so take a moment and listen to his album that just won best blues awards and thank you guys for joining us on uncut jewels we've got a couple more things coming for you thanks johannes for putting this together yeah Yeah, thank Thank you you guys thanks to the team for all of their support while we're doing this so thank you guys and hopefully we'll see you soon and explore the page while you're here thanks guys love you Bye. Thank you for listening to Uncut Jewels. If you like what you heard, smash that like button and subscribe for more episodes. And tell a friend. We firmly believe the world works better that way. This podcast wouldn't have been possible if it weren't for the help of the Uncut Jewels team. Johanna Schock, Jana Fisher, Coco Hong, Sarah Reynolds, Jess Kane, and Viviana Mendoza. Guys, we did this. The Uncut Jewels theme song that you're listening to right now was created by our very own guitar hero, Hamish Anderson. And we appreciate everyone who's helped bring us from where we were to where we're going. To paraphrase David Bowie, we promise it won't be boring.